Hello, welcome to Rough Radio. I'm Christine Horn from the Shakespeare in the Rough Leadership Collective. Today, I'm talking to actor, director, and professional caregiver, Sienna Singh. Sienna was Shakespeare in the Rough's first full-time caregiver this summer for our production of Richard III. Let's jump in. So, Sienna, thank you so much for talking to me about childcare today. Yeah. Um, do you want to just tell um, tell me and tell us a little bit about yourself as an artist, your experience as a caregiver, um, and your relationship with Shakespeare in the Rough? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, so I joined Shakespeare in the Rough many, many years ago. <laughs> I believe in 20, I want to say 2013, 2014. Oh, wow. Um, as a young, a young ruffian. I think it was like the second show that Ruff had done as like the new uh, collective um, when they were doing Richard the third, the first time. Yeah. Hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then I've continued the relationship. Um, I was in Portia Julius Caesar as one of the chorus members. Um, and then uh, was in Queen Margaret for the reading just recently in the winter. And then now back as the caregiver. Um, and yeah, like in my life, I guess I'm, uh, I'm an actor, director, uh, and also mainly my gig outside of that is uh, taking care of kids. <laughs> so nanny, babysitter, caregiver, whatever you want to call me, I'm, I'm good with them all. <laughs> <laughs> and is that something you've been doing, like your kind of your whole working life? Working with yeah, kids? Yeah, I mean, when I was truly like 11 years old, I took that like, you know, babysitting course that you take. Yeah. And ever since then I've I've literally looked after kids like it was my job all through high school uh through university and and coming into like professional acting as well I got back into it again as well and it's been pretty much yeah pretty much what I do most of the time I would say yeah and do you find that that's a good um because you know most actors have other work that they're doing to subsidize you know between Mm -hmm. acting jobs or at the same time as acting jobs um it, do you find that it's a it's works well for you in its like um flexibility and you can you have a choice about where you're working and how much you're working yeah it's definitely that's I think why I've continued doing it for so long because it allows me to sort of you know say no when I can't do it but then yeah. also tell people okay I'm free for this extended period of time and also, like, because, um, like, working with you, for example, who's also an artist, it works really well. We can just sort of update each other on our schedules yeah. and then, you know, work out what we need. Um, but then it does have its downsides in, in that it, if there's no work, there's no work. You yeah. know, there isn't always going to be the need to have a, a child care, someone to, to take care. So that could be hard. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I guess it's like any other kind of contract. Um yeah job it's sort of two uh, two unstable uh careers <laughs> exactly yeah <laughs> yeah working Still together. together but then have their have their issues. yeah <laughs> totally um and uh yeah you mentioned um Portia's Julius Caesar which is where you and I met when my daughter Dorothy was a year and a half I guess and I, I'm not sure I know such a baby and then and then you started watching her two two years ago I can't remember I needed child yeah, care yeah mm-hmm. and and um uh and so um 
yeah, so you've been along for the the Dorothy ride for for a while. <laughs> um, and I'll I'll Through all speak, the haircuts. Yeah, all her cool, all her cool kid haircuts. Um, and so uh, so yeah, I'll I'll speak to I guess how we ended up in this place, which was mm-hmm. um, you coming on board as our full time on site caregiver, which was um, a first for Shakespeare in the Rough and a really um, uh, exciting step for the company. Um, uh, Shakespeare in the Rough participated in a program with Balancing Act, which is a branch of Theatre Direct, and they do caregiver support work. And what they're in right now is a project called Level Up, where they're working with companies to pilot strategies to support uh, caregivers. And Shakespeare in the Rough worked with them this last year on a pilot project about offering um a compassion fund. So Shakespeare and the Rough had a budget with which we could offer some extra money to folks in our company um, to see how that might support them in working with us. And what that did for us at Rough was made us think about how we could pilot other projects. So even though this one that we did with a caregiver wasn't part of Balancing Act, it was hugely inspired by the work that they're doing. And Mm. it also helped us go, okay, these are things that Ruff kind of does already. Ever since I did Portia's Julius Caesar, they've been Mm -hmm. offering a childcare um, stipend. So they've been offering some money to put towards uh, caregiving um, and childcare uh, and we've always had sort of flexible working models and, but it, but it was always sort of like, there wasn't a way to, um, kind of, uh, what word am I looking for? There wasn't like a policy around it. There wasn't like a system. So what mm-hmm. was really great this year, having, having this experience of going through kind of a project with theater direct and with balancing act of going, okay, what's our process of trying out this caregiver support it Mm -hmm. made me want to think about how do we kind of pilot with me and my daughter as kind of the guinea pig family (laughs) how do we create this project at Shakespeare in the Rough that's about on-site care and you know what are the hours involved in that what's the contract what's the money how does that, what's, what's the caregiver's responsibility? What's my responsibility? What's Ruff's responsibility? And um, because you and I knew each other, because you knew Ruff, because mm-hmm. you were already Dorothy's caregiver, yeah. uh, it was a really, really perfect um, uh, experiment, I think, for all of us to do together. Um, yeah. So I was really, really happy that you were available. <laughs> and uh, and interested in taking on like a full-time, like full-time um uh caregiver situation because we kind of engaged you like an actor like a like a weekly rate which meant even you know though we didn't necessarily need you always for like that full-time sort of six days a week you know whatever that equity contract is it meant Mm -hmm. that you were always available Mm -hmm. when we um uh when I was going to be in rehearsal and needing childcare. um so can you talk a little bit about how you um, uh, kind of figured out how you would <laughs> manage like that much time? And we were just yeah. kind of like outside too. Like it was like, you know, I would show up at the park with Dorothy and and you two would head off. So how did you kind of prepare to take on that kind of um, 
that kind of work. Yeah, well, yeah, it's interesting because I think we talked like quite early on where I was like, I feel like having a schedule would be really helpful. And that ended up being, I think, really good because at least for me, I kind of treated it like a like a one person camp. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Which I think was really good because we did have flexibility. We didn't always do what was on the schedule, but then at least we had something to to do for the day because I think it's very different than like kind of like what like going into your house for example going into a family's house to take care of a kid because they have all their toys they have their space like they know what's up whereas when they're coming to you I think it's very much like okay I'm going to tell you what to do or like I'm going to be in charge of like what is going on with obviously the flexibility of like I'm tired and I don't want to do this today um so I think that worked out really nicely yeah and it, it ended up being like quite fun I think for both of us to have sort of like this you know adventure time adventure week which was great um and yeah I mean for me personally it was actually like it was so perfect because like, I knew so far in advance I didn't have anything else going on and I was able to just be like I'm here for what you guys need um and I mean luckily I lived so close to the park so yeah. that was lovely as well <laughs> But yeah, I think it was, it really was kind of like the perfect situation. <laughs> yeah. And I think you're, that's great to the, the way that you thought about it as like a, as like a one person camp. I do think it has like ruined Dorothy for any other future yeah. camp situation <laughs> because she had like undivided attention and you went on such amazing adventures. Um, um, but uh, yeah, it's a, it's, it is a really important distinction when you're bringing a kid somewhere versus when they just are like in their home, in their space. Yeah with their food yeah with like like just you know I I had to think about uh, I thought about it in the same way I think like I was taking her to camp like I would pack her lunch pack her snacks does she have sunscreen and like bring her to to send her off but it really did like I'm in a I start rehearsals in a couple weeks for um for another project I'm doing Angels in America at uh Buddies and all I'm thinking about is childcare. like who's gonna who picks her up from school what time am I getting home okay so I've got her in this class but that ends at 4 45 so do I Mm. get somebody to get her from that class or do I do I leave rehearsal early like all of it and like oh my god I'm rehearsing way in the west end I live in the east end okay so I drop her Mm. off at school and then do I have time okay I have to make sure that I have all my stuff ready before I take her to school like all of that (laughs) just to like it's all I'm doing and I'm like also trying to find time to like read the play like do the job that I'm supposed to do yeah. but all I'm doing is like working on childcare, and and being able to just show up like just take the we're going to the same place and at the end of the day you just like brought her back to the park and we go home together was such a game changer because it gave me more time in my, mm-hmm. in my just day. Cause I wasn't then trying to like rush off and get her somewhere else. Yeah. And I didn't have to get her somewhere at the beginning first. So it just made me actually doing my um, actor job mm-hmm. so much easier. And because I'm also in the leadership, I have other yeah. responsibilities in, in Shakespeare in the rough that I need to take care of in that downtime downtime quote unquote um but uh you know when I get home so so say like not having to also get her from wherever um was great and not all kids are great in a summer camp situation and so and I've had that experience certainly where you know she doesn't want to go or she's not really feeling well or I'm like getting a phone like that is not those those kinds of 
childcare situations are great for some kids and not yeah. so great for others. And it's not super great for yeah. not a full day for her. She can do half I days. It. Like when I was a kid, yeah. I couldn't getting up and going to camp. I don't know what it is, but there was something about that experience that I couldn't handle. And I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that you're already in school in that yeah. sort of same context where you're around a ton of kids and you're being told what to do all the time. And then it's summer and you're like, I don't want to do that anymore. Yeah. I've already said I'm going to do that for the yes. year. And I just need to relax. <laughs> yes. And it's like too much. Like for kids who are kind of like sensitive to just like, you know, M- M- Dorothy's like quite high energy and, and really adventurous, but she also doesn't like it when other kids are <laughs> around totally. her, you know? Yeah. So she wants like, so, so to be, she doesn't like going into that kind of environment. So that even when I have childcare like that arranged, I'm always like, you know, crossing my fingers, like, is she going to go? Is yeah. it going to be hard to get her there? Is she going to want to mm-hmm. come home partway through the day? Like, and, and to not have that worry because I knew she was in a situation that she loved. Like she, it, I never once had a day in the four or five weeks that you were with us. Never, ever. Was it hard to get her out the door? She loved going. She kept calling it her dreamland. She was having a dreamland yeah. summer. So fun. <laughs> it was the best. It was exactly the it right thing so for her and for me. Cause I never thought about it. Like I would just go, yeah. she would run off with you and I never worried about it. And it was so different from any other, um, any other kind of camp situation or uh, where I'm just like, part of like I'm always a bit distracted yeah yeah so yeah, yeah it, it was, was like a true dreamland for all involved yeah it I was like perfect. that's the title of the episode yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> Patricia Allison make note when you're putting this episode together um yeah totally it really um it, it really really changed the game and it's it's a thing where um it's such a uh when I first had Dorothy, I was doing, um, she was seven weeks old and I started rehearsals with Why Not Theater for Prince Hamlet. Yeah, right. And because I knew that was coming and Why Not is an amazing company, they talked to me all the way through my pregnancy about like, what do you need? And I was like, I don't know. I haven't had a baby before. I don't know, but it could be these things. You know, it would be great if we were close, if we rehearsed in the East End. Like, is that possible? Yeah. Like, it would be great if I had longer breaks to pump so that on my real break, I could actually have mm-hmm. a break. Like on lunch, I could just, right. you know, and they really were so good and flexible and listened to what I said that I needed to to create. I think of it as like they created the situation that made it possible for me mm-hmm. as a brand new mom with an infant to play Hamlet. They made the situation, they created the circumstances that made that possible because I don't think it would have been possible in another environment that wasn't thinking about or didn't care about my needs as a parent. Yeah. And it was such a, it was such an important experience for me because then the next show I went on to that wasn't like that, I was like, oh, (laughs) oh, this is what I really (laughs) am just going to be like pumping on my lunch break and like not having a real, you know, and I'm not, they're not giving me short days. Like with, with Prince yeah. Hamlet, I think I started working four hours a day for the first week. Mm-hmm. And then it went up a little bit. We had a long rehearsal period so that we could sort of protract 
Yeah. Um, you know, they, they just really thought about it. And well, it's so interesting too, like, um, just thinking about those two shows, like, you know, you're dealing with shows that have like people with very like distinct disabilities who are vocalizing that and saying like, here are my access needs. Yeah. And it's so interesting to think about, you know, what are the places in which we need to implement that when it's not like, you know, so clear cut, like, here is my disability, here's what I need. Yeah. starting to think about what are the other things that people do need in life yeah. to make their lives easier. And one of those things could be childcare or totally. even just like the understanding that you have a life outside of your rehearsal. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's a big reason why people don't, the people like actors think they can't have kids because yeah. it'd be too hard or it gets in the way of my, um, uh, people won't hire me because I'm a problem. And I think that's it too, that we start going, oh, I don't want to ask for these things. I don't want to say I need to pick my kid up. Can I leave an hour early? Because, uh, and I think often for, and I, I, I think it's, I do think it's changing. I think the culture is changing, but I think for a long time, if you, if you weren't for anybody who wasn't, you know, the sort of uh, straight white male where there's lots yeah. of parts for you if there's if you're if you're a woman in classical theater or a person of color or a queer person anybody who's like already there's like not space for very many of us yeah we can't we don't want to be a problem and yeah, if yeah. I'm a problem because I have a child I'm so replaceable they'll just get somebody okay. else who doesn't have a kid who doesn't have this conflict so I yeah. you know feel like I shouldn't say anything I shouldn't ask for what I need um because they'll just hire somebody else. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And so my experience with why not really made me go, Oh no, this is possible. This is possible. And so, and then going into my next experience where I didn't really, it didn't really feel possible. It made me kind of moving forward from there, be quite vocal about um, the things that I, uh, that I needed. And I think part of that too, is like um, becomes like knowing your value as mm. going like, no, I, they, they do want me here. I am good at my right. job. And <laughs> in order for me to do this job, I need to show up 15 minutes late because I have to take my kid to school, <laughs> you yeah. know, like yeah. just kind of going like, this is part of it. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and so now that I have this role at Shakespeare in the rough as in part of the leadership, it feels like this is my opportunity also to be able to um, enact those things that really mm-hmm. benefited me um, to be able to offer those things to other people. And and now having been through this experience with you, because we work in a park, we rehearse in yeah. a park and it seems like we should absolutely be able to have people bring their kids because it's mm-hmm. a park, it's totally. a public park. Yep. So now I feel like we have, a better understanding of how, you know, what are the um, budgetary costs for, you know, to, to hire the caregiver. And also, you know, that was something else we talked about was like, well, you shouldn't have to pay for like getting my kid into the ROM if you want to go, you know, like, how does that, but also do, should I, should rough. So figuring out like, what is that? What is the budget? What is the, um, how do we, uh, like how do we track those expenses how do we what happens when we're into the hours that are like oh now we're in tech and things are a bit weird or performances like we didn't we you know your your contract just went sort of through rehearsals but what if somebody also needed you know 
what if they're single parenting and they also need somebody all through performances? So figuring out like, mm-hmm. what is the, um, how does that work? Being able to sort of figure that out this year so that in future years, if somebody's like, I would love to work with you, but I have, I have kids mm-hmm. and that would cost me a lot of money to, you know, do your show and have like full-time childcare yeah. for us to be able to go, don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> you got it. Uh, camp, camp rough. Uh, yeah. It's really exciting. And it, and it's, it feels like um, there are, I think probably more places that could be um, uh, offering that. Yeah. Um, but it's work to figure that out. Yeah when and and money when and when people are like we can barely you know keep our theater doors open um but it's interesting too like to think about like you know you could give that person that money and say you figure it out but then to say like oh no we'll do it for you using that same money is it sounds like a better situation yeah and probably not that much more work on the team comparatively so that's interesting too no, yeah, you're right. Like to have that sort of solved because mm-hmm. uh, as I'm in, the, in you know, this experience right now, as I head into another show, the amount of time I'm spending yeah. trying to figure that out. Because it's huge. like a puzzle, right? And yeah. like this person here and this person there. <laughs> yeah. And that becomes the whole thing. Totally, totally. And it is, um, and you, we, we've spoken about this too, where it's like, it's hard for for a caregiver to do sort of just after school stuff because it's like not yeah. enough work. Can you speak totally. to that a little bit about how to like about just like making yeah how you balance that and how you how you can kind of mm-hmm. um yeah the puzzle that is for you also as a as a totally. freelancer who's doing lots of different lots of different work. Yeah, it's too bad because often, like I've had that come up so many times where that's what people need is the the after school pickup. And I've done it. I did it with you. I did it with another family. Um, And it can work depending on where my life is at. If I have something going on in the morning, then it's perfect. Or, you know, whatever is going on in my life in which I can make that work. But then sometimes I have to say no, because I I know that if I did that, like I work at um, the box office at Canadian stage, for example, and my hours there are just such that if I did do the pickup, I would be missing out on an entire day of work there. <sighs> and then I'd be in the situation where I would have only the three hours a day for maybe three days a week or whatever it is. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, that's just not worth it. And so then I have to say no. And then that's hard because, of course, I want to be able to do it, but I can't. So yeah, it can be quite difficult, but there's, I also work for um, like a babysitting company. So they uh, basically have clients who reach out to them and then they can send out the shift and you can like pick them up. Mm. So that's also good too, because then there's always this ability to like try and fill in my schedule with these like little, you know, random days or Mm. times. Um, So that can be also good too. Like if I do end up saying like, okay, I'm going to do this date and this date for after school pickup and then I do have those mornings free then I can always try and pick up a shift there so there are ways to do it 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 just depends on like where honestly where my life is at and kind of what my financial needs are and also what else is going on for me so yeah yeah 
And what is that um what is that organization called that you that you work for? Yeah, it's called the say. Summer Hill Club. Oh yeah, yeah. They and they do a lot of stuff. They work with I think they have a relationship with Actra. Yeah, actually, as well. So, yeah, yeah. The, the person who started it, I believe, was an actor. Yeah. And did the childcare. Um, and then she, you know, realized that this was like a big need and also a thing that a lot of actors do. So a lot of the people who work there are in the arts in some way, which is cool. Yeah. And they have stuff. I'm I, Correct me if I'm wrong. I feel like they have things because something this is all sort of pre-COVID when we still actually yeah. showed up in a room to do an audition. But they would have things like um, they would offer um, you know, sort of shorter term babysitting bits for people who are like, I just need somebody to watch my kid for an hour while I go into this audition. Cause that's totally. hard. That's hard too, where you're like, I just need this sh- small thing, but do I have to pay like a four hour minimum for somebody yeah. to watch my kid for 45 minutes? Like it's like figuring out all those, that's the weird little small things that we end up yeah. needing as it, like it doing the, the, with the nature of the job that we do. Um, uh, yeah, it's great to have a, an organization that is actually thinking about yeah. atypical um, needs when, you know, mm-hmm. most families are probably, it's probably usually just the sort of after school. Yeah. Or that's the biggest one. Yeah, it um, tends to be, I would say, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's like after school, evening, and then like mornings for like, small children. Yeah, yeah. I found, yeah. Yeah. But then, yeah, then of course, like, it just depends on what your life is like and what your needs are. Yeah. And then it's like, yeah, and then, you know, you have two two people in a family who are looking after their kids. One goes away, and then you have this week where you're like, oh, no, now I'm completely in charge. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then you need someone for a week, you know, like, yes. things like that that are, yeah. So I think, yeah, it's it's great to have, like, this, like, roster of people who are all sort of just saying, like, I'm available for what comes my way, which is really great. Yeah. And it's, um, it's interesting too. And you're saying like having to say no to, to if, it, um, the sort of the after school stuff sometimes, because it then impedes yeah. you from being able to do other stuff. It's, um, when you find, I find as a, as a parent, like when you find a good caregiver and somebody who really gets on good with, with your kids, it's like really hard when, to like yeah. lose them yeah <laughs> you know and so it's like or I remember like recommending you to another family and I was like shoot what if what if but now I don't like wanting to kind of like hoard your own caregiver like totally totally it's because not you know when you have good like you want to keep the people around that that you know your kids love and who are gonna yeah so it's it does feel a bit it can get a bit like proprietary. Yeah, yeah. Does that does it feel like that to you too, where people are like, "You're mine," <laughs> and I don't want to recommend you to my friends. Like yes and no. Like no one's ever said that, obviously, because people are so lovely. And also, yeah, like I don't that, actually be... do it. I don't actually exactly. do it, but I think it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it's true. Like, and it's so funny too because, like, yeah, like you said, like it is a relationship, right? Like, yeah, yeah. I'll die with certain kids too. Like, yeah it's not always um, just like, oh, like to be like, you're a good caregiver, quote unquote, or you're not, is kind of not really a thing. It's like, yes, obviously you can have skills to work with kids, but then it also comes down to like, 
do you jive with these particular children right yeah. so that's also interesting too like yeah uh, yeah and I think parents can can tell that obviously right yeah yeah <laughs> totally I'm just remembering actually um because you were also the assistant director on uh things I know to be true which was a company right. theater Mervis show that I uh acted in in the winter mm-hmm. and I had a I got a um a message from the director Phil Riccio because he knew that I had worked with you and was asking sort of for like a character reference yeah, or yeah. whatever and I was like <laughs> yeah but <laughs> but I'm gonna I'm gonna be in rehearsal I'm gonna need Sienna to watch my kid yeah but this is a good artistic okay. opportunity for Sienna <laughs> so I and uh, and like of course like so but it went through my head totally of like for sure shoot there goes my babysitter yeah. But yeah, also knowing that this would be like awesome and you'd be great at that job and all of that. But it was a funny sort of like selfish thing going through my mind yeah. of like, it's so hard to find the caregivers. Like I didn't, that thought yeah. was, was there. <laughs> um, and uh, so it's, it's a funny. And like um, how, how many babysitters would you say like Dorothy has? Like do you have like kind of a roster of people that you reach out to? So it's a small, it's a small roster because yeah. typically I've, I've asked, um, uh, actors because I know that actors often have that experience and are also yeah. often looking for gigs to sort of fill stuff out. But that means totally. that people who were available are now not available because they have, yeah. they're in a different job or they've now they're on like a contract or something. So yeah. It's um or like you're saying they're like they're the way that they've cobbled together their other work, it's yeah. not really viable to do. So so I do have sort of a a short list, and also generally because my husband is also um, a freelancer, he's a writer, TV writer, and so often what has happened is that our jobs don't always line up. Yeah. So, so usually we've been pretty lucky in that I'm busy when he's more flexible. And then when he's busy, I'm more flexible, but right. the last couple of years have been really difficult where it's lined up that yeah. he's on kind of a longer term contract going to a studio when mm-hmm. I have a theater job. So yeah, it's, so we haven't had to have where I think some families have sort of like regular needs all the time ours really change um and something else that happens in our situation is that I have to when I'm into performances I have to leave to go to the theater sometimes just a little bit before he gets home (laughs) and then it's like how do I cover that half hour yeah, that's horrible. <laughs> it's crazy. It's like, or if he's, we had a couple situate because he's coming from, um, because where he's working is in the West End. So even if there's traffic or something, totally. Yeah. It's like I there was a couple of times when we were doing things I know to be true, where I was like calling a friend, going, "Can I just drop her off for fifteen minutes, and then Mike will come and get her?" But I got to go to the theater, and so it's. It, that switch too is it's tricky that that because it's yeah it's it is it's when I'm like looking at the clock going I gotta go he's not gonna get home in time do I bring her with me I was just gonna say yeah like so so that but that also is that makes it hard for me to do my job 
having her there. Yeah, and hard for her too. I hard, totally hard for her. Yeah. And and just like weird. And and mm-hmm. uh yeah, it's it's a complicated uh it's a complicated thing. I remember like again when doing Prince Hamlet when she was a tiny baby and like really wanting to be that mom who was like rehearsing Hamlet with like a newborn strapped to my <laughs> chest. And I was like, I am not. Yeah. I am not. I'm so just the few times I did bring her, I was like, I'm so distracted. She's like, yeah. where are we? Yeah. She didn't like it. I didn't like it. I couldn't focus on the thing I was trying to do. Totally. And, but other people can, can do that really well and really easily. I cannot. Yeah. yeah. Um, And I also have a kid who like just now as she's older, but she like, if, if I'm there, she wants to be with me so yeah. every like, time we're in the park and she would see you she'd be like can I have her can I have yeah. her <laughs> like okay oh, be so quick be so quick <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> and that's like that's okay too because I know that you're like it's like a drive-by um mm-hmm. but if 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 the expectation was that she was like just gonna be kind of hanging out in the room with me it would be I'd find that really hard mm-hmm. and that's also just who she is some other kids would be like yep I'm just gonna like call her in a corner she's okay. not she that yep. would last three minutes <laughs> so it yeah it's all so um dependent on like what works for that parent what works for that kid um and what works for that caregiver totally. and I feel like so the, this I think this summer I was saying it sort of I think spoiled Dorothy for any future kind of camp situation but me as well <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> for like yeah. any other kind of now that's the only way I want to do um do work is just like having somebody there with me all the time um because I it mean really you understand was... like why people have full time <laughs> totally totally yeah and as somebody who's like never I've never had that experience I was like this is yeah. the best this is the best and uh yeah it really did feel like for this summer it was like exactly the right thing for me for her and it worked out well for you because it was like coming in between other artistic jobs that you had yeah um and did your work at Canadian stage you did you didn't have you don't have that through the summer yeah well so I'm super lucky there they're amazing because obviously (laughs) they're all artists they know we're artists if I need to take off time to do whatever like if I do a show yeah I need time off they're so so flexible about it so I truly just said I'm off for these five weeks um and like I think I did a couple of evening shifts um over yeah. at my park yeah. and that was kind of it like I just basically was like I'm out and they were fine with that because they they know that that happens so yeah. that's also another situation which I'm super grateful for yeah because it works it works for my life yeah amazing yeah. um what are there, what's my question? I have sort of a half formed question that I wanted to ask you about if you have, um, what's my question? Sorry. Like, do you have like, I think I'm like, have solved childcare in the theater. Yeah, 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 yeah. You, you know, like, like what are, what can, because I know it's sort of from a parent perspective. I'm like, here's what I think I would need. But as somebody who's like had so much caregiving experience, are there like, what's my question? I guess I just wonder about your thoughts about like tips, <laughs> tips but, and also like if we were going to like revolutionize um, mm. childcare in, in the 
theater industry, what are some things that um, companies could be thinking about? Or I also have every once in a while, I've like daydreamed about having a service organization that is just somebody like me can go, (laughs) this is my problem. I have, this is the show I'm in and this is when I need, and I don't, okay. So I've got this thing already on Fridays. And so I don't need that day, but I need these other days to help. And they could be like, here's your, here's your childcare schedule. Here's your caregiver. Uh, This is how it's all going to, like somebody would solve that problem for me. I've thought I've like had a daydream about that. Um, (laughs) But, uh, but are there things that you imagine would, would be, um, in terms of like sort of sector-wide changes that could happen or things that could be happening yeah. in terms of childcare. Do you have like, not to put you on the spot, <laughs> and if you don't, it's cool, but do you have thoughts about like how that can be improved or made easier for people and for care and for yeah. the, like for the, for the families and for the caregivers? It's interesting because I think in a lot of ways, that's what Summer Hill is trying to do. Mm. I think that that's like their goal. In fact, I would say, like, almost exactly what you're saying about, like, here's my puzzle. Can you help me? Mm. Because then they can sort of say, like, to all the roster of people, what days can you do? And then you get sort of like this, you know, group of people saying, here's my availability. And then the puzzle kind of happens because everyone's, you know, trying to get the work, but then also trying to um, get like you're trying to find a bunch of people. It's not perfect, obviously, because what ends up happening, like I said, is that like, you know, we as the caregivers end up having to like piece our lives together. So it it does kind of end up being this thing where it's like never going to be perfect for anyone, unfortunately. Mm -hmm, (laughs) mm -hmm. In terms of like, I don't know, I think about, you know, companies um, like like Ruff, for example, um, what you guys did was honestly perfect because it meant like, like I said, like I was in sort of this full-time work for the five weeks which was perfect because it meant I didn't have to then piece my life together for five weeks and neither did you so I wonder I mean of course it always comes back to money but I wonder if that is something that could start to happen like factories doing a show and there are kids and they hire someone to be at the theater for those five weeks yeah there's just like a staff position yeah there's like that's a position on the on the show yeah Yeah. it could be like that could be something that I don't know starts to happen it the the only thing that yeah I'm thinking about is then you would need almost to have like those theaters like whoever is like the theater companies that are doing that to speak to each other so that they have a group of people yeah you know what I mean because then it would be like, okay, I'm going to do this one for five weeks. And then I'm going to go over here to Tarragon to do this thing for those yeah. five weeks. Um, that could be cool. <laughs> yeah, totally. And even, you know, like that, that thing I was talking about this, this thing of like, I just, I have somebody needs to watch her for half an hour before yeah. my husband, you know, if it was like, she comes to the theater with me and then she goes off with the caregiver who right, is right. already, who's like hired, who has like a full-time job there or a contract job like the rest of us. And who yeah. can like just hang out with her for that time until my husband can come and pick her up and go. Yeah. Like if that if that person just existed and there was somebody just there to like receive that kid and watch them until mm-hmm. somebody else um could come and pick her up. Yeah, uh, they did the um which makes me think of that at Fringe, they had like a, a kid camp there. 
Yeah. And I know it's a little bit different because it was camp, but I feel like that also is kind of like a little bit of what we're talking about, where it's like, here's a here's a place that your kids can go while you're doing this like, you know, two week thing. Yeah. Um, and I assume that they obviously had to pay for it and everything, but I think that that's also a good sort of, you know, trying to solve that puzzle. Too, yes. Like here we are in this place in this area that we know you're going to be working. Yes, totally, totally. And I think the thing, like everything costs money, but I think it's about where your priorities are. Right. So it's like, okay, we could have, you know, this money goes to a caregiver because four artists or stage managers or whoever have kids, we could put that money towards a caregiver or Mm it's it you know or that money goes towards like our lighting budget or something and it's like okay well what's my priority lighting or child care and so we and so then you like redistribute your the resources you have to the things that are priorities Mm -hmm. and it's just never a priority (laughs) because it's like it's always like a thing that is on the is on the parent um Mm -hmm. which I also understand I do understand that, but it's like, how do we want to be, um, what's the sort of culture that we, uh, want to be creating and, and supporting in an industry that doesn't pay us very much money. Exactly. Yeah. You know, and so so much of it is like access, like what is the, uh, what are the access needs of everyone involved? Like if we can start thinking about those things in creative ways too. Yeah. 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 And that was something that we, we really considered this, on Richard three this summer was we had a full-time support worker for Alex Ballmer, who's an actor in the show who's blind. So we had a full-time support worker. And then we really thought about um, you and this caregiver as like another, it was in the same, the same thing. It was like, this is like another sort of support person that we need. It was a really important part of the team. And um, it helps us do, um, do this work. I, I, I was, I sat on a panel, um, at York University that was at this Shakespeare um, Shakespeare mm-hmm. symposium. And I facilitated a conversation that was about um, intersectional approaches to creating theater. And Debbie Patterson, who's an actor, um, director, and she has a company in Winnipeg called Sick and Twisted. Um, she's disabled, she uses a wheelchair. And she was talking about how, you know, she's like, if you hire me, then the costs that come with that aren't, this isn't an access cost. This is an artistic cost. Mm-hmm. You know, the acts, my access needs are actually artistic costs because you've hired me as an actor. And I thought that was such a brilliant reframing of it. Yeah. That's like, yeah, this is an, this is an artistic expense. So mm-hmm. in your like artistic budget, <laughs> whatever yeah. Debbie needs is part of that because you want her as an artist and this is Mm -hmm. like part of the package and so if you you know to think about going okay if if we're hiring uh uh christine as an actor you know part of this artist you know part of who i am as an artist is i'm a parent with a kid and i have certain certain needs that in order to make this job possible we need to um be able to address and I thought like my Shakespeare in the rough brain was like, that's a great way to think about um, the, like you're saying that everybody, cause everybody has something, everybody has right. access needs of some kind. Um, there's degrees, uh, mm-hmm. but there's, there's always um, something that can 
help make doing this job that we do that is hard and often low paying uh Mm -hmm. more um more tenable totally yeah um do you have any final uh final thoughts about um working with rough in this way as our full-time caregiver about like caregiving in general um again you don't have to putting you on the spot but anything that you've you've like wished that we had spoken about that didn't quite come up um I feel like we really did talk about most of it I think yeah it's so cool to see a world in which this is possible like where you know, where, yeah, I could be there full time with, with Dorothy having a great time. And it was great for you. Like it, I, I truly just feel like it was perfect. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it, for this, for this show in particular, yeah. Uh, yeah. for this summer, for this moment in time, it was totally it really was perfect. Totally. Um, and I know I can't always feel like that, but it was, it was really cool. Yeah. And we're so, 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 so grateful <laughs> that you were able to, able to join us. Um, well, thank you so much, Sienna, for yeah. talking about about this. And we'll see you soon. Thank you. Okay, Bye. amazing. Bye. Thank you for joining us for this conversation with Sienna Singh about caregiving in the theater industry. To keep up with Shakespeare in the Rough and everything we're working on, please visit our website at www.shakespeareintherough.com. Thanks so much for listening, everyone.